Hello and welcome to PFF Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ian Hardison. Today, we continue our Fantasy Files series with a look at defenses and special teams. I know I've slandered a lot of a lot of this position and kickers on Twitter. I know it's important, though. A lot of you are in leagues with the position. No, I will not waste my time talking about kickers. Not now, not ever. But as a former linebacker myself, back in you know the glory Central Ohio high school football days, I do think that you know defense certainly has a role in any game that we want to try to mimic real life football. Do I necessarily agree with the way we score defense, defense and special teams? No, IDP isn't perfect either. But again, it's the game we play, and for that reason, we will try to master that. So thank you as always for tuning in, and we will get right into it. First of all, for those kind of unfamiliar with the scoring. I think we're just so much better off on defense focusing on groups that can create havoc, chaos, negative plays. Remember that Chiefs-Rams game from a few years ago? It was 54-51. to 51. The Rams gave up 51 freaking points, and they still managed to turn in a solid defensive effort in fantasy land because they scored a touchdown or two. They had some forced fumbles. They had some sacks. They created negative plays. So in the year 2021, offenses are going to put up points. The best we can do is find a defense that at least has a sort of pass rush, maybe, you know, fast off-ball linebacker, safety if we're talking about Jamal Adams, and just, again, able to get in the backfield and cause havoc. So we're going to be using that word a lot in this podcast. But basically, people, again, you can get points on defense for sacks, interceptions, fumbles recovered, safeties, defensive scores, kick and punt return touchdowns, and two-point conversions. Not surprising. We all understand this. But when you consider then the points allowed potential bonus, I mean, if an offense scores between 21 and 27 points, we're getting zero points on that. You need to hold them to between one and six points to even get seven, seven to 13 points to get four fantasy points. And if you allow 14 freaking points, you're only rewarded with one single point. So to me, it's just not really worth chasing defenses and this idea based on how many points the offense they're facing might score. Now, hey, I'll look at the Vegas lines every single week when selecting a defense. I'm not saying we don't want to target defenses facing low-scoring implied offenses. It's just in general, we want that. But more importantly, the sacks, the havoc, the big loss of plays. And that takes me to the main purpose of this podcast because I didn't invent this stat. I found it in the college football wavelengths a couple years ago. Just um, I made Bill Conley was using it. Awesome uh, ESPN writer. But I've seen it more in college football. There is a stat called Havoc, which measures tackles for a loss, plus forced fumbles, plus interceptions, plus, plus pass deflections, plus pressures, all divided by plays. Basically, anything that could constitute Havoc, again, a lot of pressures, plays stuff in the backfield, you know, turnovers, all these things lead into creating havoc. And then when you divide it by plays, you can see which defenses rack up this most constantly. And so last year, our top 10 defenses in havoc, number one, the Steelers, two Buccaneers, three Saints, four Bills, five Rams, six Ravens, seven Washington, eight Eagles, nine Seahawks, and 10 Dolphins. That group comprises Eight of 10 top 10 fantasy football defenses from last year. Only the Colts, who finished first, fair play. You know, Buckner, um, obviously the maniac, uh, just got paid Darius Leonard in the middle. I'm not saying teams can't overcome this without, you know, a great overall pass rush, but the Colts were number one, the Patriots and Chiefs tied for 10th. So we see teams like, you know, Chiefs, Honey Badger, Patriots, Gilmore, McCourty, all those great back end guys. We see teams able to sometimes buck this trend, but in general, if we have a group that's, again, creating this havoc, they're going to be good for fantasy football defense. And the only two groups that I mentioned that were in the top 10 that didn't finish top 10 fantasy scoring, the Seahawks, who came in at 14th, we know how a 
atrocious their secondary was last year in coverage at least it's on i was honestly surprised to see them finish in the top half period and also the eagles finished uh I believe 12th on that uh, overall tally. So with that in mind, I mean, the Eagles you know with their injuries, they've been a little bit stingier in past years. Uh, looking at just the overall again, who has created the most havoc consistently? We got the Eagles, the Steelers, and the Rams. Three straight years of, uh, excuse me, five straight years of top 12 uh, output on the on the havoc side of things. Also have the Saints and Ravens over the past four doing fantastic. And the Bills, last three years, they've ranked fourth, eighth, and fourth in havoc. So again, quickly to summarize that, the best defense defenses over the past five years and consistently ranking high in havoc the eagles the steelers the rams the saints the ravens the bills and even the jets a little bit which is surprising they finished 12th 9th and 8th buccaneers with back-to-back -back top two finishes as well out of those teams i would say the saints stand out as the one that maybe we should be most concerned about i know we have proven that well, we haven't proven, but sometimes we like to say the salary cap doesn't matter with the Chiefs, with the Saints, with these teams that always seem to find a way to get under their number. I think with the Saints, though, finally we're starting to see some of that depth they've had on the defensive side of the ball in recent years chip away. And honestly, the bigger problem for me with the Saints isn't so much what they have on defense. It's the lack of Drew Brees, always known for making some of the fewest mistakes in the league on the other side of the field. I mean, there's a reason why if we have Jameis Winston out there, we shouldn't be expecting much from the Saints defense. Remember, Mr. 30 for 30, not exactly setting up your uh, defensive teammates in the best of spots. So with that in mind, I want to now look ahead to who we should be trying to focus on in 2021. I'm going to use some strength of schedule analysis to assist in that. I've said this before on the pod, but we can't look at strength of schedule as like a 17 game sample. Who gives a shit if a defense has a great schedule in weeks 9 through 12 and we're trying to pick someone for weeks 1 through 4? You should be using the waiver wire on defense and special teams more than any other position and, you know, do it a lot. Anytime, whenever people are like, oh, should I keep these two defenses so I have one on buy or whatever? No, cut the freaking defense. Don't draft the defense if you can avoid it. That's my motto. And if you listen to my top 10 uh, tips for the season, I'll repeat my last one again. Don't draft a kicker or defense if you are not forced to at this point we have more than a month there's been one preseason game so far do you really think in three or four weeks however many we have now you think in all those games there are not gonna be more injuries use your final two round picks on backup running backs and receivers whose playing time could go up in the case of disaster you can still get a perfectly fine defense or kicker closer to the season when you cut those guys anyway so with the strength of schedule consideration i'm only looking at weeks one through five again if you have to draft a defense these are some units that are set up pretty well early on the top five defenses that pop out three of them i'm not too concerned about the panthers the uh, raiders just two really bad defenses to begin with maybe they make the most out of the schedule i might play around with it you know in dfs land where you can get these really cheap uh roster defenses out there and just kind of punt the position and redraft though we can find better options and the packers which who are interesting the packers start the season with the saints the lions the 49ers the steelers and then the Bengals. Not bad groups by any stretch of the imagination. Would certainly expect, you know, the 49ers to be a better offense than we saw for most of last year. And even the same can go for the Steelers and Bengals. So we'll see. Honestly, they just need Darius Smith to get back to playing like one of the best edge rushers in football. I mean, for him to rack up as many pressures as he did in 2019 and really take a step back in 2020. I mean, that was the reason why the Packers defense, other than Jair Alexander, uh, struggled for much of 2020. But the two defenses that I think really pop as having a great strength to schedule in weeks one through five the denver broncos and the buffalo bills 
Start with the Broncos. Start the year against the Clapper, Daniel Jones, the Giants. Then we get Trevor Lawrence in his second career start in the Jaguars. Then we get Zach Wilson in his third career start with the Jets, Ravens, Steelers to round things out. You know, okay, against Lamar Jackson, maybe we're not playing the Broncos with too much confidence. Still, though, people, we're going to have Von Miller, Bradley Chubb, Finally healthy together. Vic Fangio has always coached one of the most schematically sound defenses, even going back to his days with the Bears. And don't look now, but the secondary is starting to get back into no-fly zone territory. I'm not saying they're better yet, but, you know, getting Sertan, getting Kyle Fuller, which is a great scheme fit for Fangio, going back to their days together with Chicago, this Denver Broncos defense could be a legit top five real-life and fantasy unit. And I think people will kind of come around to that after this early stretch. And then also the Buffalo Bills. And I mentioned people under Sean McDermott, this defense has been making all sorts of plays. Fourth, eighth, and fourth in havoc over the past three years. We know the Bills are one of just the most smartly coached teams to begin with. They get to start the year with the Steelers, the Dolphins, the Washington football team, the Texans, and the Chiefs. I mean, that's borderline erotic right there. If Big Ben looks anything like the disaster he was for most of 2020, at least in the back half. Week one, we're looking good. Dolphins and Tua, you know, I'm buying a little bit of the resurgence, but it's also not an offense. I think people are lining to put up in their top 10. Washington football team, as we've seen with Ryan Fitzpatrick over the years, it's boom or bust. And when he busts, it can go south in a hurry. And then the Houston Texans, I mean, that's like the number one offense we want to play defenses against throughout the entire season. Obviously, we'll need to find someone for week five to go against Patrick Mahomes instead of going against Patrick Mahomes and company. Either way, Buffalo Bills joined the Broncos as having the two best, uh, easiest strengths of schedule schedules to start the season. Um, some teams with really tough strengths of schedules to start the year. The Los Angeles Chargers, I see them being, you know, a pretty widely drafted defense in the first five or six slots whenever people are picking. The problem is, we got the football team, week one, Fitzpatrick, I mentioned it, that's fine. After that, though, the Cowboys, the Chiefs, the Raiders, who aren't a good team, like Derek Carr and company, they were the 10th ranked scoring offense last year. Carr doesn't usually make a habit of making mistakes. And then even the Browns after that. So you might be hard-pressed to start the Chargers from weeks two through five. I'm just not sure. As good as Derwin James and Joey Bosa are, that they're worth the headache in fantasy land. Uh, the Chiefs, the Seahawks, and the Lions are also defenses with pretty tough strengths of schedule to start the year. And the Colts. And I think uh, particularly considering the the unknown factor under center in Indianapolis without Carson Wentz, it was already looking kind of iffy with that. But now you take away the potential for Indy to control the clock. And we got matchups against the Seahawks, Rams, Titans, Dolphins, and Ravens to start the year. I will not be drafting the Chargers or the Colts in fantasy football leagues just because of these starts. If they hit the waiver wire afterwards, fine. But again, we're focusing, you know, to, to win. It might sound simple, but to win, you know, 15 fantasy games throughout a year, you need to win 15 individual weeks. So quit thinking of a defense as more of a, you know, unit you need to nail to have for 17 weeks. It's the most easily replaceable position in fantasy football. Take advantage of that and, you know, bring them in and out. You're not hurting anyone's uh, real life feelings or anything. So no need to uh, worry about that end of it. So that takes me to the basically top fantasy defenses to target in 2021. Again, we've gone over Havoc. We've gone over the strength of schedule, and it leads me to basically the guys we talked about at the top of the strength of schedule. The Bills and Broncos, in my opinion, are the best 
defenses outside of the top five um, average draft position ones you can target right now. In terms of ADP, the Steelers, the Rams, the Buccaneers, Washington football team, and the Ravens are the top five, as they should be. I don't disagree with those rankings at all. If you see them at your spot when you're drafting and you're taking a defense, again, in the final two rounds of your draft, not any earlier, take them. Again, Steelers, Rams, Buccaneers, Washington, Ravens. Love it. If you can't get them because you're a scholar and you're waiting to get your defense like a freaking normal American citizen, what you should be looking at then is the Bills and the Broncos. Bills have an ADP as a defense special teams number 10. Broncos are sitting at 12. So, you know, the Bills and this defense, they are just so young. I mean, I was talking about the Broncos having a chance to, you know, really make a leap into like the top five real life defenses of the world. I think the Bills could get there too. I mean, just looking at Tredavious White, um, and uh, Tremaine Edmonds and even, you know, like Ed Oliver and Jerry and Mario Addison, just there's stud players at every level of this defense. And I know they haven't always put it together in the past few years. But again, when you have these blue chip players, I mean, we saw how far Ramsey and Aaron Donald could carry that Rams defense last year when they were well coached. I'm not saying Tredavious White and Tremaine Edmonds are the next uh, Donald and Ramsey. I just think there's enough uh, high end talent here that we can feel confident about one, projecting this defense is going to continue to be good like they had the last three years in terms of havoc. And two, hoping that there's more upside for them on the table than just a strength of schedule consideration. So, and then with the Broncos, you know, mentioned uh, them as well. Again, Sertan, Fuller, Miller, Chubb. This is the most complete version of, I think, the Broncos defense that they're going to have had since probably 2015, which was their last really good year, or even 2016. They were awesome as well. So I was saying the last five years, this could be the best defense the Broncos have had. Certainly the best defense they have had since losing much of their core that got them that great Super Bowl. So again, people, Steelers, Rams, Buccaneers, football team and the Ravens if the defenses are all there for you. If not, the Bills and the Broncos might provide some awesome early season relief for those getting funky with defenses and special teams in fantasy land. Before we get to the next segment, I want to give a shout out to our friends at Fantrax. Fantrax is free fantasy football league manager. is the most customizable, easy to use and feature rich platform in the entire industry. PFF is gearing up to play our leagues on Fantrax this season. If you're coming from another site, no problem. Fantrax can import any of your current leagues completely free. Sign up and play now at Fantrax.com slash PFF and get a chance to win a trip to any regular season game this year for you and your entire league. Make your league on Fantrax and then head out to a free Las Vegas Raiders game. Why not? With your buddies, Fantrax.com slash PFF, the home of fantasy sports. Final note, everybody, college football season is just around the corner. And to celebrate DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app is putting new players in the center of the action with $200 in free bets instantly. If you bet $1 on more or more on any college football game, DraftKings Sportsbook is safe, secure, and reliable, located right here in the United States, so it's easy to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So, people... Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any college football game. That's promo code PFF to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. 
That's going to wrap up this edition of the PFF Fantasy Football Podcast. Thank you, for, as always, for tuning in. This was actually the first one we've had in a minute, and this will now be the new normal from the PFF studios here in Cincinnati. Just completed my move here over the weekend. So hopefully this uh, you know, sound quality, video quality is as good as it can possibly be. That's the goal. You know, Make it enjoying for you and hopefully win some damn money in our fantasy football leagues. Now, if I can just learn to talk a little bit slower here moving forward, which I am working on, believe it or not, we'll... We'll be in the competition for best podcasts out there. So we'll see what's what. Either way, hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. New episodes out every single day. You can also check out my articles on pff.com. Got my 100 questions in a 100-day series nearing its end. So peep those out if you want to catch up throughout the offseason. So I'm Ian Hart. Until next time, take care, everybody. 